Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Welcome to Film Attack, a non-spoiler review series on the Film Effect Network. I am your host for this episode, Ed, and this week we are talking about Spiral from the Book of Saul. Before we get into things though, I want to let you guys know that you can check out our ever-growing collection of previous episodes of Film Effect Podcast on such podcast formats as iTunes, Spotify, Google, Pocket Cast, and wherever else you enjoy your favorite shows. We're on the social media, first on Facebook and Instagram at the Film Effect Podcast. We're on Twitter at Film Effect Pod, and you're old-fashioned, let us send emails out. Our email address is thefilmeffectpodcast at gmail.com. So in Spiral, working in the shadow of his father, Detective Zeke Banks and his rookie partner take charge of an investigation into grisly murders that are eerily reminiscent of the city's gruesome past. Unwittingly trapped into a deepened mystery, Zeke finds himself at the center of the killer's morbid game. Now it's worth mentioning that this is the return to the series for director Darren Lynn Bowsman, who directed Saul's 2, 3, and 4. He is back to direct Spiral, based on an idea from Chris Rock. The uh, story goes, he personally reached out to Darlin Bowsman and uh, set up a meeting of sorts and had this idea that he just wanted to talk about because he's such a fan of the series, apparently. And let's be honest, you know, this series was kind of going down further and further into this hole that just... It couldn't really get itself out of. I think the last film was Jigsaw four years ago in 2017 and really missed the mark. That was actually the first film and at this point the only film in the series that I did not see in the theaters. Um, it just it, it, it didn't feel right. Something felt off about it and then I heard about you know what the grand twist was and it just felt like a cash grab that no one really bought into. So that film, I kind of just put to the side burner it was a one and done for me um before i really get into the meat of this review and talk about things that worked and didn't work i want to talk about the importance of cinema and how this film just it's a return to cinema it was intentionally put out exclusively to theaters it's it's not like other films where it's also streaming on services as well as the theaters where you can rent it on you know vod no the only way to see spiral is to go into your theater paying the money sitting down and enjoying it on the big screen the way that the format was meant to be seen uh, cinemas i mentioned this on the recording yesterday for uh the, the next upcoming episode of the podcast how important it is you know cinemas need us now more than ever before and I just can't stress, you know, what it felt for me to return to the cinemas myself last Saturday when I saw this movie, when me and my daughter sat down, like, I had not been to the theater in 19 months, and it just, I was home. 
package just came in. Hello, Detective Banks. Do you know where your officers are? Jigsaw? Wait, I thought the Jigsaw killer was dead. He is. Hours, not days. How can I catch this guy? If there's nobody on the bus, I can bust! You can't do this alone. Whoever did this has another motive. Something personal. When was the last time you saw your father? Jigsaw copycat. This is gonna go sideways fast. Hello, Detective Banks. When was the last time you saw your father? So, let's get into Spiral, shall we? I like this movie. This film worked for me. Um, uh, Without really going into spoiler territory, I want to keep this as non-spoiler. As Well, it's going to be non-spoiler. I'm going to make sure... Nothing spoiled in this. Um, it's just... This film worked for me. I like the new set of characters that we got. I thought the plot was very interesting. Um, kind of daring. The way it sort of mimics uh, current times right now. Especially with uh, people and, and how they look at uh, the police force in general. Um, but I like where they went with this. It was... Uh, definitely a saw film so you know i i kind of had my concerns going into this like is it is it or is it going to be like a saw movie it's a saw movie definitely saw with a couple of minor changes and adjustments but definitely thick and thin this is a saw film um things that worked like i just said the way that it's a saw film definitely um chris rock worked for me um, he wasn't perfect. There were a couple of instances where I could tell he was really forcing that seriousness, you know, because this is a straight-laced performance from Chris Rock. Um, I dug his opening scene and his little Reservoir Dogs-esque monologue about Forrest Gump. That really worked. Uh, that definitely got a chuckle out of the audience that I saw it with, uh, as well as for me personally. Um, and I think that's going to be talked about, you know, when people start talking about this more and more as they see it more and more. 
I definitely think that Forrest Gump opening monologue is going to get some praise. Um, other things that worked, uh, the traps, it, it didn't really rely on the gore factor. It were, it, um, these traps were not like the hardcore traps that we've seen in previous films that like are kind of like really trying to just go there with the gore. This, I mean, there was a couple that were like, Mm, but overall, the these traps, um, I thought some were pretty creative. Um, they weren't all home runs, but you know, I I definitely dug the traps in this film. Um, Sam Jackson worked. It was so I, I can't really describe how it felt seeing Samuel L. Jackson in a fucking Saw movie, but um, I did, and it worked, and I liked it. And he's in it a lot more than I thought he was gonna be. Matter of fact, his character. Uh, plays a pretty pretty big role in the actual center plot of the film, so to speak. So let's go to the misses and things that did not work. Um, like I said before, not all the traps were winners. There were a couple that were just... One in particular like was set up in the middle of a room where it's like, really? We're going to do a trap here? Like, How did you even get this thing into this room? It, it questioned. I need answers for some of these things. Um, <clears throat> some of the not all the uh, performances were home runs which leads to my other nitpick this film was pretty damn predictable I my 13 year old daughter predicted the killer halfway through it's not good guys it's not good at all these films were the Saw films were known for their just uh rug pulling moments you know where it's, the rug was pulled from underneath the view and you didn't see things coming you know there were genuine surprises in the series in some of them films not all the time but a lot of the time there were genuine surprises in that series here nothing genuine about this surprise at all in fact it was hardly a shock to anyone and I think the people who see this movie are going to put two and two together and realize X is the killer and this is why I thought the motive and the purpose for this copycat series of, of bizarreness and, and, and just grotesque murdering going on around the city all over again, um, just the motive behind it was a stretch. Um, I thought they were really reaching for it, but again, when you have a predictable killer the way this film had, you're not going to have you know too much of a great motive to go with it. So you know, it, it is what it is. Um, Overall, it wasn't enough to take me out of the film. I enjoyed it overall. I definitely recommend you guys go out to the movies to see this film. Um, if you can, otherwise, wait, see it. Either way, see this film, absolutely. Um, especially if you're a fan of the series. Uh, this definitely felt like a movie that was made with love. Um, coming from someone of uh, like Chris Rock, who's a fan of the franchise. Um, you could definitely see that, you know, he had an idea and, um, it, it worked. It, it did, you know, it wasn't completely a winner, but I, I like this movie. Like I said, numerous times throughout this short review, where it ranks in the series, um, pretty high, actually. If I haven't really sat down to put them all in order, actually, I'm in the middle of doing a rewatch right now, but... I would say probably my, th I'm going to say about my third, third, I'd say I'd put it number three, top three for sure, the bottom of my top three 
favorite Saw films, this just inches into that top three. Um, definitely. Because this is a movie I'm going to be watching over and over. Just like the other movies. There's something weird and sadistic about this franchise that I've just never been able to just turn away from. I, I just got done watching the first film in 4K that I picked up last weekend. And... I liked the film a little bit more. I was never the biggest fan of the first movie, but after watching it just this uh, just this morning, hey, opinions change, you know? So, but yeah, I'd say it ranks uh, bottom three, bottom third, bottom top three for sure. Uh, do I see the Saw franchise continuing with this film? Yes, it's definitely open-ended. Um, you can definitely have a series out of this. I think the purpose behind this was for a new series and um i think fans are going to be happy with what they've got there's also a way that you can also incorporate the original saw franchise and keep that going um or, or incorporate into this franchise you, you've basically got two franchises on your hands right now both from the same concept but essentially what we have here are two separate franchises um and with that being said that's probably the most spoiler thing i'm gonna say in this review um but even that's not really a spoiler i think a lot of people going into this get it and understand that i mean the film's not even called saw it's called spiral guys it's called that for a reason so <clears throat> that's my take that's my short review on this um i hope you guys take it for what it is um like i said chris rock worked the film worked seeing sam jackson in a saw movie worked was weird but it worked <laughs> um also minor nitpick here kind of strange seeing this movie in the middle of may i'm used to seeing these movies a week or two before halloween i missed that Lionsgate, you know marketing you know if it's halloween it must be saw i definitely missed that um and i hope that doesn't hurt the box office because it's a summer horror release which is kind of a rare thing to see a major horror release from a franchise like this in early summer you know early mid-may that's the start of your summer season at the thought at the box office so putting this there was kind of a ballsy move but i understand why it happened um after all it was supposed to come out this time last year so we've been sitting on this movie for a whole year now and it's finally out there for us to see go see it can't stress that enough um yeah spiral from the book of saw thumbs up from this guy or as my colleague sean would say five thumbs up go see it all right wrapping this up guys we are on facebook and instagram at the film effect podcast twitter at film effect pod email the film effect podcast at gmail.com we have an ever-growing collection of previous episodes on itunes spotify google Pocket Cast, iheart radio stitcher and wherever else you enjoy your shows uh, we got a merch store out now, tpublic.com slash the-film-effect-podcast. I'm probably going to change that URL soon, but for now, that is what it is. We got merch on tpublic. I've got about five different designs to choose from right now, guys. We got t-shirts, hoodies, onesies, coffee mugs, pillows, tote bags, phone cases, stickers, pins, magnets, you name it, we got it. And uh, yeah. Check us out on Monday when we return to the Film Effect podcast feed with McConaughey and McConaughey's Two for the Money with Al Pacino. See you guys then. Check you later.